What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Red Zone Radio. I am Robert Wampler. It is great to be here. Great to have you. Just remind me to listen to Red Zone Radio on the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere that you get your podcasts. All right, so the NBA Finals yesterday, I picked the Suns to win this series. They did win game one. Uh, the series obviously isn't over, but I do want to say this. People always see what they want to see, and they hear what they want to hear, and yesterday was a perfect example of this. The Bucks lost that game. I don't want to say a blowout. It wasn't a blowout. It was competitive, but they lost that game uh, towards the last few minutes. They were not good late. But today, everyone's saying the Bucks are still in this. Uh, the, the Bucks, it, it was it was a good game. Giannis was 100%. He'll get better. And it's like, listen, Giannis isn't going to get better. I don't think he was bad from yesterday. I think he was good. I think he played good. But I don't think he's going to get better throughout the series when he's playing on the knee. There's this show I watch, Paranormal Calling Camera. And I don't, you know, I don't think it's, I don't think half it's real. I don't believe in, I mean, I don't even know if I believe in any of it. But it just, I find it as an interesting show to watch. And... You watch these shows and they'll have UFO sightings and, you know, ghost sightings and even supposed Bigfoot sightings. And someone will be out in the woods. They'll see like a black furry dot off in the distance. And all these experts, supposed experts, are saying, this is clearly Bigfoot right here. You can see the way he's crouching down. And they have stuff they describe. I don't see any of that because they're seeing what they want to see. They are going into that video thinking, I want to see Bigfoot. They're going into that video thinking, I want to see uh, a ghost sighting here. And when you do that, it skews the way you view it. The same way that when you want Giannis to get better and that you want him to play and that you want the Bucks to win the finals, you see what you want to see. You see Giannis put up 20 points, even though he had a bad knee. You see it's only a game one loss. It's not, a game, it's not like you're down 2-0 or 3-0. You see uh, the Bucks played well with Giannis coming back for the first time. They were at Phoenix. You still got two home games. And I'm not saying not to have biases in sports, but I am saying I think it is a little bit naive to look at last night's game and to say, oh, that doesn't really have a big impact on the series because it certainly meant something to Phoenix. It certainly meant something to Chris Paul and Denver Booker. And it certainly meant something to everybody that lives in the state of Arizona. I'm not saying it wasn't a competitive game. I'm not saying it won't be a competitive series. I'm not saying the Bucks are going to get swept. But I am saying I don't know how you watched that game yesterday. And come away with the conclusion that is, it doesn't mean anything. Because what I saw yesterday, Phoenix had more depth. Phoenix had more juice. Phoenix had better scorers. Phoenix had better shooters. Phoenix was way better at free throws. Pretty much better at everything besides for defense. And as for last night, you can mark up defense for Phoenix as well. Just for game one. I'm not saying it won't be competitive. Once again, I'm not I, like I'm not saying that it's not going to be a good series. But to I I don't I have I have a hard time looking at it through the lens. Of well, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, that game meant something important to everybody that was not rooting for Milwaukee, and I'm not rooting for either team. I just like watching it. But I mean, I'm not a Suns fan. I'm not a Bucks fans. But I'm just saying that game was more important than most Bucks fans are giving it credit for.
All right, speaking of Giannis, uh, a lot of people are starting to bring this around. Well, if he wins the championship this year, does that make him an all-time great? Does it make him up there, you know, in the discussion with the Dirks and the Shaqs and the Kobe's and the LeBron's and, you know, the Michael Jordan's? And uh, it, it's funny because you look at his resume and... His credentials are outstanding. Two-time MVP. If he wins the championship this year, he's got a ring. Oh, by the way, he did that in Milwaukee. Uh, all that in Milwaukee, which was pretty much irrelevant became before he came there. But because of this narrative that we have out there, it's not a narrative. It's more just how we see the how how I I noticed a lot of people kind of see the sports world, which is if you don't like the what if you don't like the way a player's play style looks, you know, um, Tom Brady's it's not the prettiest thing to watch. He's not very athletic. It's not the funnest thing to watch. He's not the most athletic quarterback in the world. He can't run around because seven Super Bowls. And Patrick Mahomes, as great as I think he is, even though I think he's probably the best talent to ever play the position, people were already rewarding him the GOAT before he even won two Super Bowls. He still doesn't have two Super Bowls. He got beat by Brady. But he was funner to watch. He has a more likable um, play style to root for and to watch. And... To see him throw those 60-yard touchdowns to Tyreek Hill is is fun. But Tom Brady has seven Super Bowls. I don't know how you can say that Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT over Tom Brady. And the same thing is kind of true here. Giannis could potentially have one championship, two-time MVP. He, he, I mean, he hasn't been in the league for that long. But we're not going to reward him. To be in the discussion, I'm I'm not saying he should be in the discussion with LeBron James or Michael Jordan or the Kobe's. Okay, that that's a that's a different category. But to say that if if he gets a championship this year, and let's say he gets one more, which I think would be very manageable by the end of his career, if you're telling me that's not a Hall of Fame credit, I mean I I don't know what is. We're not going to reward him. Because we don't like the way his play style looks. And that's just a narrative that is out there. And unfortunately, it's just the way that it is. Because we don't like the way that he struggles to shoot the three ball. And he struggles to shoot his free throws. We just kind of put him under these other players. Because we don't like the way his play style looks. And yes, I'll be the first one to say. He needs to get better at, he needs to get better at shooting. Not just shooting three-pointers. Or free throws. He needs to get better at shooting in general. But it, it's we're not going to, unfortunately, we're not going to reward him. Because we just don't like the way his play style looks. And it, it's unfortunate that that happens. It's unfortunate that that is, a, that is a true thing that is out there. But that's just the way that it is. And it, I, he needs to get better at that stuff. I understand it. But to look at his resume, especially if he wins a championship... Maybe possibly even another one if he gets one this year and maybe another one a couple years down the line. In particular, if he does that all at Milwaukee. I don't understand how you can look and say, 
he's not an all-time great. He's not a Hall of Fame. But I think that, unfortunately, that's just what's going to happen. All right, uh, so another thing that was going on yesterday was the match with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Charles Barkley was a part of it, and it was entertaining. But it's interesting because Aaron Rodgers, first of all, today as I'm sitting here recording this, it is July 7th. The football season starts in about two months and two days, and teams have already started practicing, I mean, teams have been in their playbooks, and Aaron Rodgers has kind. Of, he's got long hair, and you can just tell he's just been kind of, you know, taking a break from it all. He's been, he took a step back, and I, it's hard to say. Not not based off anything that I said last night. Obviously, if you would have came out and said I'm returning or I'm not returning, that would have been different. But it's hard to say. Not necessarily even based off anything last night that he's going to leave Green Bay. I mean, we're so close to the season. At this point, every team besides for Green Bay, and Green Bay, by the way, was grooming his replacement so that if he's not ready, if he doesn't want to go, they've got Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers, uh, is, is, he's, in a, he's in a strange place right now. I'm not talking about, you know, emotionally. I'm talking about... With his contract and with Green Bay. He wants out of Green Bay so badly. Green Bay said we're not going to trade you. I don't fault Green Bay for not trading him. He did sign the contract. He did do that. But I, I do also understand why Aaron will be upset. But he's in this place of I signed the contract. I, I screwed up. I signed it. I don't want to be here. But unfortunately I have to be here for another year. And I, I think he just kind of thinks in his head, I mean, I can't, I cannot even, I, I can't, I try to go out publicly, it doesn't work, Green Bay won't train me. And I think, if I'm being totally honest with you, Aaron Rodgers just kind of got out, he just kind of got outdone by Green Bay this offseason. Green Bay was willing to take the heat from the media. They were willing to not fire anyone. They were willing to risk Aaron Rodgers. They were willing to risk retirement. They said, you know what, Aaron? Do whatever you got to do. We're not trading you. If you want to retire, go ahead and retire. We got Jordan Love. And that's exactly what they did. And to be honest with you, today as we're sitting here, it looks like it worked completely in their favor. Whereas Aaron was Aaron was thinking, okay, I'm getting thrown in retirement. Nope, doesn't work. I'm gonna say I want to go to these other teams. Oh, too bad we're not training you. I'm gonna I'm not gonna show up to practice. We got Jordan Love. We don't need you until you want to come back here. It it was just the hand was played so well by Green Bay. They were just willing to take whatever came their way, whatever heat from the media, whatever criticism they got, they were willing to take it because they knew a. They had Jordan Love, who, by the way, I still believe can play if they need him ready to go. They knew B, we got the fans. The fans have our back on this. And they knew C, Aaron Rodgers, there's nothing he could do other than retire. And he certainly is not going to retire when he wants to stay in the GOAT conversation. Now, obviously, Tom Brady now has seven rings at this point. Not that Aaron's going to win six more to tie him. 
But I, it is possible, you know, win another Super Bowl. And Green Bay, every time Aaron made a threat, Green Bay just said, keep moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward. And to their credit, it worked. And to their credit, they're going to have Aaron for another year, it looks like. And to their credit, they didn't have to fire anybody or get any new pieces for him. And, and you know, the key thing to me, what really gave Green Bay the advantage was the fact that they knew exactly what Aaron wanted, which is the fact that he wanted to be traded. He didn't really want to retire and go to Jeopardy. He didn't really, it, it didn't matter if you got another weapon at this point. He wanted to be traded. And Green Bay, they knew that. And they were in control of that aspect specifically. To be honest with you, what's funny is the only thing that Aaron wanted, Green Bay was in control of. All the other stuff they had no control of. Aaron wants to retire, he can retire. Aaron doesn't want to show up to practice, he didn't show up to practice. And Green Bay went ice cold. They were in the back rooms. We know what Aaron wants. He wants to be traded. Okay, don't trade him. He's going to show up eventually. Whether it takes a month, whether it takes two months, whether it takes three months. He's going to show up eventually. It appears as if now Aaron's going to show up because they knew it didn't matter if they fired the GM. It didn't matter if they got another piece. What Aaron really wanted was to be traded. Green Bay had the upper hand that they could control that with the contract. Green Bay gets Aaron Rodgers back for another year. That's what it's looking like. It was just, uh, that was just the story going on offseason. I'm not saying it's over, but it just appears as if watching him last night, it sort of solidified, okay, He's coming back. He is coming back for one more year, and obviously we'll see what happens after that. All right, well, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Red Zone Radio. Suns and Bucks do play uh, Thursday. By the way, my pick in that game will be the Suns. I think they'll take a 2-0 lead because I think they'll get another home game. I think they play well together. Uh, I think they take a 2-0 lead. But that uh, is going to wrap it up for this episode of Red Zone Radio. Thank you everyone so much for listening. Have a great day, everyone. And I will see you next time on Red Zone Radio.